0: Hi, this is Renee and Kent Miller, and today we're going to be talking about the true conscious path versus that that's generated by the ego and how to separate that. Yes, separating the consciousness from the ego. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of teachers out there, there's a lot to choose from. But how do you choose the right teacher, and how do you know which one?
1: Teachers that we learn from, some of the teachers that we learn from are native uh, people of this land, some several tribes who still practice the ancient ancient traditions and focus on the spiritual self.
0: And so, um, in our channel, blessings a lot of times, our guides talk about the Native Americans and the indigenous peoples around the world. We get more on Native Americans because we live in, on this continent. Um, if we lived in Australia, we would probably get more from about... The Arab, from the Arab... Aborigines. <laughs> right. We would probably no. uh, be directed more toward the Aborigines people. And so um this lesson started out talking about the native americans and the indigenous and how their role is is going to be teaching those who've lost the ways in the coming trials right. that they're, are coming here as we see unfolding now you're going today. to
1: be the teachers of ancient wisdom as thing uh, as events unfold um, in the coming years, I guess you could say, and their relationship is still strong. Now, we're talking about Native people who's, who doesn't live at 7-Eleven or fast food places. We are talking about those that are still in contact with the Creator and the spiritual
0: ways. And their connection to the earth. And the
1: connections to the earth. Those are the ones who will be the teachers of the future.
0: And so um, why the connection to the earth? Because the earth um, provides that vibrational uh, learning field that is dialed into our DNA or our DNA is dialed into it. And so they're synchronized. And we must bond with the earth in order to be able to Facilitate these spiritual lessons and this spiritual guidance.
1: Yeah, they increase or manifest in protected areas around the globe. There are many varieties of of natives uh, around this globe, not just here in in the states, but um, their connection with the earth itself
0: that affords them protection. Right. Protection. Yeah. So it's more like a vibrational protection. Because of their connection to the they put on a vibration earth.
1: like we we've never heard of, and an experience um, that they kind of keep to themselves. They let a little bit out about what they do, but um, if you ever become close to native people, then you will learn more about the ways um, that they do things and produce spiritual events but to the person that just goes once a year to a native tribe they're just going to tell what normally is seen by the public you're not going to know much
0: so our um, vibrational essence which is reflected um, it reflects our level of understanding but it also reflects our where our heart is and um, our alignment to our true spiritual path, which is all about spiritual growth and, and learning and our expanding consciousness, is all of that is put into this vibrational symphony that we project out into the field around us. And that's going to determine a lot of things for us and pathways for us.
1: We have to learn how to separate the spirit from the human ego. Human ego depresses everything that we need to know. And by learning how to separate the spirit of the self you will contact the spirits of all that is within the earth. If the ego, any ego is there, you will not be able to contact.
0: So even the vibration of ego is projected out into the field around us and it interferes with our spiritual connections and the spiritual guidance that we can get to help bring a new and more profound understanding through our thought process and through telepathic communication.
1: Yeah, the, the ancient peoples of this earth, the ancient I'm going to call them um, natives around the earth, are the ones that teach and relate to the experiential learning available on this particular planet. Mm -hmm. And they were put here for this reason. And if we learn from them, then we are to gain the knowledge. If we just go about our own ways and make up our own um, words and our own ceremonies, we we will not know this
0: knowledge at all. So part of the problem, and in this lesson, which um, is found in uh, the second book in the series, The Augmentation of Man, that's the acquiescence of humanity, um, this lesson talks about the effect of our ego on our spiritual path and how it interferes with the true spiritual path. And um, how do we know if ego is getting in the way? So they talk about how we manifest humanity has this, um, this unique uh, quality of manifesting their own terminology, their own phrases um, that actually it's, it's a part of the ego and, and egoic behavior, but it actually interferes with our spiritual progress. So as an example, and we're just bringing this up to be able to get people to understand this and not to be critical, but One of the words that are common or the phrases that are commonly used today is light worker. And Mm -hmm. so what is the true definition of a light worker?
1: Yeah, that's one who is in, who actually attaches to the communication, which is the light, and is able to obtain the communication from the either higher self or the mentors,
0: and so it's one who brings in the light, brings in the information, which is the, the communicative understanding. Right. That's so light delivered. worker
1: is one who delivers um, the information. Um, it's it's brought off of the light, the
0: plasmic cord. So the plasmic cord is what these, the light mentioned in ancient texts. Travels on and that is what is it's kind of like the fiber optics that we use for yeah. communication lines that. here on earth It causes the communication to travel on these plasmic cords through the atmosphere in a telepathic communication yeah. Now these ancients which I met um,
1: Which I get during my meditation um I understand they do not want to speak to everyone because when everyone, others, not all others, but when some others meditate, they put their wants in, not their needs. And and that comes from the ego. And Mm -hmm. they are not into our ego. Um, They put the value of teaching and, and what you want to discover more important.
0: Yeah. And so the ancients want to talk to those who want to be of service and to um, be able to generate the change that's necessary um, here on earth without the ego involvement. And so um, it's really important to to recognize when the ego is involved and um, also part of that is recognizing the use of terminology that is used um, on an egoic level. And so mm-hmm. um, uh, that doesn't serve us as far as our expanding consciousness because it's, it's only expanding the, um, the ego. <laughs> yeah, and you have to understand that Um,
1: the importance of the higher self when you are able to put your ego totally aside and listen to the higher self which is full of information and energy it's like a computer and when you're able to open that computer to uh, assess the information you'll be astounded but if there's any wants in what you do you won't get the true information that you're seeking.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of a a tricky thing sometimes to try to decipher is, is this a want versus a need? And so our guidance always says that it's what you need, not what you want. So do you need a car or do you want a Porsche?
1: Mm, Yeah, and you're just trying to... If you're trying to get from point A to point B, you just want a transportation and you're, you're asking for a Mustang and you get a, a VW, small VW, you're saying, well, I don't want this because this is not what I want to project yeah, in talking. my
0: image. Right. So if we're thinking about our image and what we want to project to others out there in the world, that's your ego. Yeah.
1: So the
0: egotistical
1: vibration is projected into the field around your physical body. When when you when you're walking someone and you someone sees you, you're you're projecting most of the time your egotistical self. and, and people just look at you, they don't respond to your what you don't put off, you don't put off a positive attitude, I'll put it that way.
0: Yeah, and so um, we often will choose our clothing and, and our hairstyles and um, various other things uh, that we adorn ourselves yeah. with. You
1: don't go your gut feeling, you go, How do I, how can I present this myself to somebody
0: else? I want to project yeah. myself out into the world, and it doesn't really reflect. The purpose of why we are here, the the spiritual being, our spiritual growth, and the purpose of this lifetime that our higher self has already determined prior to our birth here on this planet. Mm -hmm. And so we have to let go of who we see in the mirror and start to connect to the ancient self, which is um, that marriage of consciousness where our physical self is connecting to the higher self, the ancient self, and that higher self starts to feed the physical self the stored information that it's it has accumulated over eons. And so, when Kent does this, it's pretty interesting because in the last year um, we've noticed that a lot of his channeling has come from the higher self. And it speaks differently than he speaks in this physical incarnation. It's um, highly intelligent and um, insightful. Um, it's, it's quite interesting because it's almost like a, a different person, a bigger, a bigger and different representation of who you are than Uh in this physical incarnation. And I think too, we need to look at people when we are interacting with people and understand that this physical incarnation is only a very small representation of that the bigger part of who they really are and the stored consciousness they have within that higher self um, that's not being expressed in this physical incarnation. We get really hung up into how people be- behave in this physical incarnation. But that's what they were in, attuned to vibrationally, it's, coming in to learn those lessons. Yeah, the
1: people that, that choose the path which in which we, we put on a title of negative, they don't go with the with the true self. They don't go with what they feel in their gut. They go with whatever society says around them and they project themselves of what society
0: says, not who they are. Yeah. And, and so we need to look within ourselves, the deeper aspect of who we are and align to that aligned to the earth aligned to the creator and what the plan for creation is which is expanding consciousness we when you want to gain knowledge and truth and
1: learn you go to the natives within your area and you go to one and tell them you want to learn. You don't project yourselves on them. You don't force yourself on them. They will pick the time and the place in which to teach you if you're willing. But when you project yourself onto them, onto the natives, you will be rejected as somebody who just wants to um, stroke their own ego and not really
0: learn the value of what is truly out there. And so even um, our spiritual teachers that we have here on earth um, can be guided by their egoic self rather than their true higher self and can um, feed into that, um, that false spiritual path um, related to the, ego so um, it's important that we keep ourselves in check and ask ourselves those important questions is you know what is the root of my behavior why am i choosing this or why do i desire this
1: path are you choosing it because those around you choose it and you want to be part
0: of the group Or is this coming from truly within the heart and you feel that strong desire to follow the path and it's not based in appearances or following others, but rather following your true path. And this is where you need to be. As far as spiritual teachers, I would suggest that um, you you do your own evaluation and ask yourself, when you're using certain terminology, is it um, a part of the ego, a clout, where you're using certain words to generate an an air of spirituality, and does that really exist? And so, um, do we call our light ourselves light workers because it's an egoic term, or Are we truly bringing in light where we are receiving spiritual guidance and understanding that we can bring forth to other people to expand the consciousness of others without a price tag attached? Yeah, You've got to
1: bequeath yourself to the creator and learn what that meaning is. You cannot hold back and say, "Well, I don't want to. I, I have a little bit of ego. I want to hold back because of my wants in this life." You cannot have any ego. You have to clear yourself at the time that you want to learn and discover. If you don't want to, then then don't even try to go into deep meditation. Because from, you won't get you a won't higher get, right, vibrational you entity right, you to, talk to you. Right, get low entities that teach you,
0: oh... Uh, that will feed into right, the ego. How many
1: cars do I need? Well, you need three cars because, you know, that that's low entities. Right. Information. So, bequeathing yourself to connecting to the true information within the realm of the higher self. You have to dissolve your ego. And once you understand what the ego is, then you become enlightened to dissolving it because you understand it better.
0: Mm -hmm. So they kind of finish this lesson off with um, the behavior of one who is aligned to the higher understanding where it's smooth. They compare a um, a straight bladed knife to a serrated knife. And the one who is aligned, their behavior is smooth, straight line, even keeled. The one who is not aligned, their behavior is going to be up and down like a serrated knife it's not going to be consistent, it's not going to be smooth. They're going to show that they're not um, aligned to that knowledge and to the light. Yeah, It becomes unpredictable. Their behavior becomes unpredictable. Yeah, so with this
1: event that's going on right now, the coronavirus and things that are to come, If you get rid of your own ego, and concentrate on your own health, taking, eating nutritionally, and taking what you need to take nutritionally, increasing your immunity, and quit worrying, you'll
0: probably come through this. So, uh, we would like to thank you for joining us today. And check out our website, verdiance.com, that's V is in Victor, E-R-D-I-A-N-C-E. We have um, some lessons that we have um, presented in our blog, um, taken from a study in Renaissance, and that was the first edition which didn't have a lot of translation. Now, we are getting ready to publish this. I think this week should be ready finally. Um, Second edition. The second edition, we have expanded on it. It will say second edition right here. (laughs) Uh, We have expanded our interpretations of it, done some research, um, scientific research as well, and um, made it a much, more complete and understandable um, edition. So that should be available on Amazon this week. And um, we are going to offer it at a um, discounted price of $9.88. Right. Um, and then also we've mentioned earlier, the acquiescence of humanity. This one goes more into um, our, our history um, as human beings and our history with, um, other extra, extraterrestrial beings, other entities outside of earth and also native people of the earth. And it also talks about where we're going as a race and genetic changes that are coming. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, um, those are two, um, enlightening tools and, um, very interesting information, I, I must so we say. we
1: thank you for um,
0: listening to this podcast or this, actually, this video. You can join us on YouTube. Okay. There you go. We've got something for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. And as always, peace be with you on your journey to enlightenment. Take care and have a wonderful week now. Bye-bye.